My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo at Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the force be with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. And I'm Josh. And we're here to talk about some... Hypothetically, Star Wars. I don't know. If Hypothetically, Star Wars. Because, I mean, you're still going to hype up Indiana Jones. Well, I, I wasn't planning <laughs> to. But now that you mention it, we. Are... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. We talk uh, all things Lucasfilm. Yeah. Well, here, here. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you want to go and learn more Star Wars slash Indiana Jones facts check out our instagram over at star wars stuff podcast because i'm i'm doing it for the entire month of where i show facts. some uh some some easter eggs that have kind of fallen into indiana jones uh and some star wars facts and then some indiana jones stuff that has fallen into star wars it's very very cool uh but yeah go and check out our uh our page over on Instagram at Star Stuff Podcast. But let's uh let's dive in into some news here. It's official, officially official that the character and Ahsoka, uh Balin Skull, who is played by the uh late Ray Stevenson, um is that his character is a Order sixty six survivor. How do we feel about that? I kind of suspected that right off the bat. It made sense to me. The main rumor was that um, after Order 66, him and his apprentice went to hiding, and then they kind of became um, mercenaries for hire, but now that's like officially confirmed. Mm-hmm. How do we feel? Um, it's interesting because I where does where in the timeline does Ahsoka take place officially? So, Okay, so some of the episodes will take place directly after the events of Rebels, and mm-hmm. then some of the events will take place during the Mandalorian timeline. Okay, because we know that at the end of when the Inquisitors are actually active, he, Vader has a list of Jedi that is yeah, like Vader has a list of Jedi that he he knows is alive and needs to be killed, and that list does get filled. So I'm wondering where this will slot in because because i I wonder if he is on this list or he is presumed as dead because i think what we're gonna get is that these guys or his him and his padawan have been in the unknown regions like fully gone out of the system and presumed dead because right it's it's interesting to me and i'm like i'm personally okay with it but it's that we have gotten to this point where we're going to continue to have these Jedi that survived. But is there ever a point that we're going to stop and go like, Hey, like that's it. There's no more Jedi that have like, you know, been hiding in wherever, because I feel like Vader's list was very intuitive. Yeah. I, I know my thing about that is I don't think he, he, I mean, because, if Obi-Wan can 
go into hiding and it takes him forever to find him, it would make sense for it honestly would make sense for, you know, a couple of Jedi that no one really knows, uh, which that might change in Ahsoka where, you know, that the characters actually might be very well known Jedi. But it would make sense that kind of like that they're not very well known and it was easier for them to kind of sneak off under the radar. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. I guess we're gonna have to see. I mean, I am definitely excited to see um, his last performance, mm-hmm. and I'm just curious if, like, if he doesn't, if he does survive the series, where does that go from there? Because mm-hmm. that's something a lot of people aren't talking about, and I know it's. I mean, it's it's still kind of early on, which is totally understandable, but um, it's kind of like. You know how they dealt with um, with T'Challa um, uh, after that whole th- thing after um, Chadwick passed away, mm-hmm. and they were like, "How are they going to carry the the legacy on and stuff like that?" And the same thing with Carrie Fisher as well. So I'm curious of what the storyline will end up being with this character. Different, definitely interesting. But I am very excited for the character. A hundred percent. Uh, and, and Rosario Dawson is actually already, uh, she is, and she was actually doing this at celebration where she was, um, saying like <laughs> season two, Ahsoka. give me this season two. She's campaigned right. for it already. Yeah. Give me that money. And it sounds like she is not, um, she's not really, uh, she's not really, uh, giving up on that which totally makes sense and i don't know if we'll have a time for a season two before the new movie comes out um but i'm again this this season the show is going to feel like season five of of star wars rebels and i think Mm -hmm. people are still not really getting that and from the new teaser today that dropped with the official release date which is in august 23rd by the way which is super uh earlier than we thought yeah, which I'm we're thinking it was like September time and August is very soon. Well, the the date that they that was leaked was yeah. August 31st. And mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. most of us were like, well, that's a Thursday. That doesn't make sense. Where's my Wednesday? All right. It has right. to be on Wednesday. Right. So Lucasfilm Wednesday. All right. So August 23rd. I am OK with that because the release date is sooner. That's fantastic. Um, exciting yeah uh it uh again it's 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 gonna be nice to wake up every wednesday morning at 3 a.m and be like okay star wars let's go uh i think it's definitely one of those series that i feel like we have no idea what the trajectory is for the series like where is it going where are we leading to and what's going to happen we know that thrawn is in this but i feel like i'm i'm getting more and more hyped towards it knowing full well that we don't have as much information as I feel like we've had for other series of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah I completely agree. The main thing that we know, it's happening during the Mandalorian timeline, and it will fill in the gaps of what happens at the end of Rebels. Mm-hmm. And in this teaser, they actually showed something um, that was in the teaser trailer that they showed at the um, at the Ahsoka panel. Special celebration. Yeah. Uh, and the scene was of where you've got Sabine holding Ezra's lightsaber and she's fighting um, one of the Inquisitors, 
which they also showed a new picture of the Inquisitor. Um, have you seen that one? The which brother is it? He it so it it's not confirmed that it's the eighth brother, but he really looks like the eighth brother. And we're gonna have and, him fly in. Please do that. That's like our number thing. one thing that we want to see in live action. If this is season five of Rebels, <laughs> you have in. to do the helicopter lightsaber thing. You you honestly have to. Because <laughs> I know people were upset that that we, that we didn't get it in Kenobi, but I'm telling you right now, if we saw Obi-Wan walking yeah, around and he turned it, around and the Grand Inquisitor just came down like, like helicopter style, I would have just started laughing. <laughs> I would have been like, all right, cool. Uh, this is happening. This is great. But yeah, um, I am very, very excited for the show. And the fact that uh, that Dave Filoni is behind this entire thing 100%. Mm-hmm. You've got the person, um, Kevin Kiner, who's doing the music for it, who did all the music for uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars and Rebels. And there's the world between worlds thing that, that's going to happen. And I know that's probably going to blow our minds. Just seeing Ahsoka have a conversation with Hayden Christensen, Anakin, that's going to be like, holy crap. That's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. True. And I just got a feeling that we're going to get it. And then we have to Mara Morrison, who's also, I guess, officially confirmed that he's going to be Rex in the show, which everyone's just like kind of figured that was going to happen. You like want to be able to have Rex without. Yeah, I mean, you would not be able to have Ahsoka without Rex, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing where they'll go with that and yeah. how how prominent he's going to play. Because he, he wasn't in the trailer, because I know that people would have lost their mind having him in the trailer. So I wonder how prominent he'll be. If it's just like a hologram, kind of like, oh, I'm over here, or, or they're going to actually have him be a prominent character. I think it's going to throw people off, because we're so used to uh, the way that the clones are in like in the clone wars and rebels Mm -hmm. so jumping to 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 tomorrow morrison again as a clone which technically we got them first like we got him first as clones before we got you know the actual clone wars tv show but seeing him act like rex and it's not going to be the same voice actor is going to be very very interesting Mm -hmm. still very exciting though uh, and they've also confirmed a while back that the that the guy with the white beard in Return of the Jedi is who here. yeah is 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 Rex. So it's very very cool to yeah I don't know man I'm excited I'm very excited for all of it. Uh, I think this has been kind of a nice break a nice hiatus, but now we're getting back into the Star Wars season here soon. So. If we had a second season of Ahsoka, I would want it to take place after the sequel trilogy. Okay. There's that movie coming out. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Since Dave Filoni is adamant and being like, she's still alive, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Just because she talked there doesn't mean she's dead. It's like, okay. Right, yeah. The, and um, do you think that Luke would teach her how to be a Force ghost? Would teach Ahsoka or Rey? Ahsoka. Oh. Well, if your theory about the show is right, which is where Ahsoka kind of looks at different paths of different Jedi, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of rekindles her relationship with the Jedi, and then she becomes a Jedi again. That mm-hmm. could maybe because I'm 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 it's definitely one of those things that I'm kind of like, would she? Because Rosario Dawson keeps saying like it's really cool playing with the dynamics of um, Ahsoka's trauma and seeing how that plays into her, her yeah. life towards the future. And um, it's kind of one of those things that will she, won't she? become a jedi but i feel like with the new council of ray what i really want and i i know that you don't like the second movie in the sequel trilogy but i do like (laughs) how they played with the fact of killing the past of what the jedi is and i would like for her to make her own new jedi code because the books have been destroyed and with her new order of the jedi it's going to be different so the books technically were not destroyed. Um, do you remember at the end of The Last Jedi of where Finn opens the... Um, they're on the Falcon. Finn opens like the cabinet door like to grab a blanket and all the books are there. So Ray actually took the books with her. Okay. And then we see him in The Rise of Skywalker as well. Okay. <laughs> so they're, they're still there. But yeah. Um... I am, I think, kind of playing off of what you said with Ahsoka dealing with the trauma. um, I think that's going to be of everything that happened with Ahsoka in the Clone Wars and Rebels and Tales of the Jedi, her novel and everything. And seeing all that kind of kind of being called back in the Ahsoka TV series is going to I would be... love for them to try and push for her to really have like a PTSD episodes. Like yeah. fully put in her like mental health being a big factor of um her her trust in other people. In, she went uh, through a lot of people. Yeah. So I I would love to see that because I I feel like we've had some characters really have like actual PTSD attacks of um, when it comes to uh, clones being around clones, talking to different people, having zero trust anymore. And it's going to be cool and interesting to see her dynamics with the uh, the Jedi. Yeah. Um, because with the um, with that exile Jedi, he has gone through the same thing as Ahsoka. As in... We, we saw order like he's seen order 66 and it'll be cool to see the dynamics between the two yeah very very exciting mm-hmm. and kind of going into what's kind of connected to ahsoka with mando you have season four which sounds like it's going to start filming this fall so uh some sources say it's going to be in november is the date when they would start uh is when they would start actually filming season four of mando which to me that kind of seems soon i don't know about you but that kind of seems soon but then you have the other news which is like we don't know when it's going to start filming because we have the writer <laughs> strike going on uh which one do you think is true i'm kind of leaning towards they're probably just going to wait until the strike is over before they actually like start filming yeah, i know I some shows are because yeah. here's the thing is i feel like they still do have their their golden path timeline and where they're going. Cause I mean, it's Lucasfilm. So this, this has already been written. 
Um, little things can be changed, but I feel like they know where the, the track is going for the next at least 10 years right now for Star yeah. Wars and where we need to end up. Um, I think they've learned their lesson from the sequel trilogy and story-wise. Um, where we're going just needs to be written in a way that works and is cohesive. So I feel like the writing time for their TV shows is probably lesser than making a full-fledged new movie that has no connection um, to other parts of like the timeline. So I feel like where are we going with, especially Mando wise, I, I think they know where they're going. So whether or not it will actually, I feel like it'll take less time for them to write it than it would, for other projects. So I'm not too scared on how much the writer strike would slow them down. I know it's going to definitely slow them down, but not nearly as much as something that would be a completely new project. Right. Yeah. Only, only time will tell because the, it sounds like that the writer strike didn't stop acolyte um, from, from actually filming yeah because they just finished filming which is great because it, that Super means exciting. that that it's st still on track to come out on time for next year mm -hmm. uh again i know a bunch of us are excited especially for what the footage that you and i saw mm -hmm. oh man that show's gonna wait. throw people like out of Do the you think park we'll get any of the trailers by the end of this year for any yes. of those things absolutely do you well, think do you think one of them is going to drop for um indiana jones during the the trailers for that movie probably not because we have seen trailers for shows and disney plus shows drop in movie theaters um so it would i wouldn't doubt that they would do something fun like that okay I could see them doing one for Skeleton Crew, probably mm. not for Acolyte. Skeleton Crew for sure, because that's also to still coming up this year as well. Uh, and again, there's no hype for it right now because you know it's like boom, here's here's Ahsoka, here's Skeleton Crew, and then here's Acolyte, and then you got Andor, and then you got the other shows kind of happening in the background. Mm. And we're still waiting on the game announcement too, because of there's like the there's like that game yeah, con thing happening. Yeah. yeah, nothing was dropped for. Uh, I, I personally, it was quite lackluster for PlayStation's or Sony's um, yeah. press conference. So Microsoft mm -hmm. has the ball in their court right now. Yep. We'll see if we'll see anything from the Microsoft One. I I don't think so either, but we'll see. Okay. Hopefully, right. we get something for a Star Wars game soon. Hopefully, because I am. I am I'm I'm nervous for Star Wars games because right now the ones in the past years that have been great is to me after like the first year was Star Wars Battlefront and then you have the Jedi series. Other than that, like and we're still waiting on Hunters. I know that Josh and I talk about like that every other episode, but we're still waiting on that game. <laughs> that game has been delayed. I don't even know if that's still happening anymore. I mean, I assume it is, but they just yeah, because of that trailer dropped like years ago. And I actually had the chance to play it too. So it's just like, okay, that's fine. It's whatever. Uh, but jumping into Andor, they. So it sounds like every three episodes in the show will end up jumping up in the timeline, right? So, so the last three episodes will lead directly into Rogue One. And it sounds like it, it will take place just a couple of days before 
that before the events of the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's going to be happening a lot in the show, especially if you're having a time jump in, in like year wise for every mm-hmm. three episodes, that's going to be crazy. And I think it's going to be kind of like dominoes, right? Because you're going to have characters in the show that are not going to make it to the end because they're not in the movie or they're just going to disappear and they'll explain. Uh, I know we have, um, we really don't know what happens to, to Luthen. I personally really love that character. I think mm-hmm. he's a great character. It's going to be really sad to see him go. If, if he, you know, doesn't make it or, you know, he is kind of like in the back burner of the rebellion, but to me, it makes more sense for him to like sacrifice um, like to do some type of sacrifice to kind of keep the rebellion going. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing Kino Loy again is also going to be fantastic. I'm super, super pumped uh, for his return because he was such a great character. And my suits, um, my my prison suits from Andor finally came in. Uh, they came in last week. <laughs> so... That made me really happy, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Andor is great." Uh, I, 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 I love that show now. I, I love the show so much, and I know I was very skeptical. And Josh and I talked about it because the first three episodes were were really slow, but after that fourth episode came out, I was like, "All right, very enjoyable." Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, yeah, the 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 other thing that happens, which I guess this is kind of like a blooper type thing, but people are kind of going kind of going off of it as in, hey, here's this. Uh, it's let's make it as serious as possible, which um, Kasakoff was just like, no, it was it, it was a joke. But there was a scene that apparently were Katie Sackoff um, and one of the stunt doubles did like a kiss like on set like for Mando season three. Um, uh, It was the part where Din is talking about like her song is still playing uh, and then they kind of kiss, but it's through the helmets. So it's like their helmets touch. And people are freaking out about it. And I'm just like, I I watched the interview because someone filmed it. And it, it was clearly as a joke. Like, it, it wasn't something serious or anything. But people were kind of playing it off. Do you, something that is interesting is I feel like we're going to get some lore written about it. Because they've never seen each other. Like, he's seen her without her helmet. But not the other way around. Yeah. And I feel like if they really wanted to i bet you they'll just rewrite some lore and be like yeah you can only bond with one person and to take off your helmet with because we have one of our characters who already has had a child yeah so as a mandalorian that isn't meant to take off their helmet so i bet you they wouldn't they would do something just like avatar and be like you can remove your helmet for one person and yeah. This is the one person that you have to be with for the rest of your life. So I wouldn't I, I was actually thinking that because this is the only season that he hasn't removed his helmet in. So 
Yeah. If that was an actual thing, I, I, it, it would fit. It, it wouldn't make me go, oh, that doesn't work at all. Cause you know, that's also very interesting to, to think about too, because ever since season two, um, with the finale where he takes off his helmet, we haven't seen him take off his helmet because we've seen him. Uh, we saw him in, in the book of Boba Fett and then we saw him, you know, throughout Mando season three. So it's very interesting to see that, you know, that he didn't even eat. Like we didn't see him eat or like anything like that, where he, where he ended up taking off his helmet, which mm-hmm. that might be just because Pedro Pascal was busy filming the last of us and all that stuff. So, they mainly had the stunt doubles on set for probably most of it. And then they had yeah. him come in and do the voice recording, which that makes the most sense. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about predictions uh, for uh, the upcoming shows. What big thing do you want to happen in, in, in Ahsoka? Like, at least name three like big things that you would like to see, like small cameos, stuff like that. Would love to see Cal. Okay, I want have, I want them to have at least one thing of communication with Cal, <laughs> even if it's just like a radio call. I just want it to happen once. Hey, hey Cal Castus from Jedi <laughs> Survivor and Fallen Order, is that hey man, BD one? Great. Buddy. Can you do me a favor? <laughs> um. That I want to see some new lightsabers, which I know that we are getting. Yeah. Um, and I think as I was talking before, I want to see the what because she, she was saying it's very interesting to see the dynamic of uh what her past traumas are as Ahsoka. And I yeah. think seeing whatever she brings to the table with that, and I really, really, really want this season and her own show to really push into it, um, to make it much more emotionally gripping for me and the audience. Uh, to having Ahsoka actually stand out because I feel like if people aren't thinking about it now, for me, it's definitely a big one, is that she could play this character safe because it's Ahsoka. This is the biggest character in Star Wars besides the Mandalorian. Right now, yeah. I feel like she could just play it completely safe and so could Lucasfilm and not develop the character any more than it already that the character already has been yeah i want to see something new for ahsoka that we haven't seen before um also having thrawn there is going to be a, a, a cool thing and i think learning what his story is because he's not necessarily a, a bad guy and moving towards making him a proper villain towards even a movie series is going to be very interesting to see so that's some a big part of what I want to see on screen. Yeah, I I agree. I think seeing them maybe just kind of dive deeper into the character um that Ahsoka is and make it feel like the stakes are higher than normal mm-hmm. because that's the big thing with some of these shows and i think that's one reason why a lot of people were kind of nervous about the clone wars because it's like we know what happens to anakin we know what happens to obi-wan what's the point of watching this but then they created this amazing character which by the way a lot of people did not like um the the character ahsoka uh yeah to begin with they didn't yeah they did not like her at all but now Mm -hmm. you fast forward to today uh and she is 
one of the most beloved characters of all time. And that wouldn't have been possible mm-hmm. without Ashley Eckstein and Dave Filoni. Speaking of Dave Filoni, today is, is his birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, Dave Filoni. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you for making our childhoods just remarkable. And um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, for me, I would probably say, and this is something on top of my list, and you'll probably roll your eyes when I say this, but I really want to have Embo make a cari- uh, to make a cameo. Because during this point, he is like the main bodyguard guy for Mom, for Mon Mothma. So it would make sense for him to be there. So if you make some type of cameo in some way, and we saw her in, in the trailer, mm-hmm. so we know she's going to be in it. So if he could show up in some way, man, I would. I I would love that. And I could definitely see that happening as like a small cameo because Dave Filoni also loves the character too. So, and we know how he likes to debut a lot of things that he loves in, in under the under the actual like live action screen. So who knows? Um seeing Ahsoka talk to to Anakin where it's like Force Ghost Anakin or even if it's a flashback, that would be great. And then a Clone Wars actual flashback of where they're on the battlefield. And you, and you see droids. You see clones. You see uh, young Ahsoka fighting some droids. And then Anakin and Obi-Wan show up. And then Captain Rex is there. And they have a conversation. Even <laughs> if that scene's like five minutes long, I could die happy. I would be so over the moon. And I know everyone wants that. Live action Clone Wars in, in some way, people would freak out. That is my main prediction. Seeing right Anakin come back as a Force Ghost would be very interesting. <laughs> it's one of those things I'm like, mm-hmm. well, they they did it with one of the new books because it was the one where Lando and Luke are hunting down that um, that one guy from from rise of skywalker and they end up going to exegol mm-hmm. and then there's a bunch of these things that are about to kill luke and then ghost anakin shows up and like saves him yeah that was a whole thing uh but i i think it could work i am i'm just really curious in how they're gonna do it I would also freak out if we saw a scene of where Ghost Luke ends up talking to... I mean, sorry. Ghost Anakin talks to Luke and then Ahsoka's there and and they're just kind of like in in, in a circle talking. And then if Ghost Obi-Wan showed up, it would be like, okay. Uh, I could just see something like that happening because of their going into the world between worlds. Do you think that they could alter the timeline in some way? Um like of being in 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 the world between worlds because again I don't think Dave Filoni would introduce that in Rebels just to introduce it. I think there's a purpose for it, and I think we're gonna see that purpose in Ahsoka. But I could see them maybe changing history, and maybe Ahsoka saves someone, kind of like Ezra saved her, and mm-hmm. that could be a main character. That could be, um, maybe that's how they save Ezra. Like as they're like, maybe she saves Thrawn and 
she saves Thrawn and Ezra at the same time by like pulling them out of the Star Destroyer, like right before it goes into hyperspace. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Questions. Yeah, I'm wondering where we're gonna go with um, Ezra, and we're, if we're gonna have him be a full fledged character, or he's just gonna be like, kind of a side character. I don't think he would be a sad character. I know a lot of people aren't hoping he would be a sad character. I think the lead up to it's going to be very interesting. Uh, and I think seeing the dynamic jumping from, um, from animation to live action mm-hmm. is also going to be interesting because again, this is basically season five of star Wars rebels and not everyone is a star Wars, uh, rebels fan. That's totally fine. Josh, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see these characters that we saw grow up in animation and then have them adapted in live action and seeing you know live action Hera and Sabine and Chopper in the trailers you know and seeing you know hologram of 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 Ezra was pretty cool seeing Zeb and Mando threw a lot of people off uh and I know when I first saw him I wasn't expecting it to be Zeb like I just thought it was the species but then when I heard his voice I was like that's a hundred percent him. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely Zeb. That's that's really cool, and he actually looked really good. I was, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us were were nervous about his eyes, the be because he's he he's he's got a very interesting look, uh, in 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 the show. So the fact that they did great with bringing that uh, into live action was really really cool. But mm-hmm. yeah, oh. show comes out on August twenty third. Super exciting stuff, man. Super pumped. Uh, something random I was thinking about the other day was, do you think we'll ever address like in live action of the whole lightsaber combat uh, illegal thing of where you'll be fighting like with someone right like you're using your lightsaber and then you turn off your lightsaber for a quick second and then you end up like you know stabbing them that move is technically illegal do you think they'll ever address that in canon i, I was just thinking about it the other day. doesn't cal do that in the first game does he i'm pretty sure he does when he's when? fighting the sister to cut off her arm <gasps> oh Because we know it's frowned upon, like that that move was made illegal thousands of years ago, or something on the lines of that. I don't think people... I'll ever address it as long as they're like it's in the back burner thing. Just don't worry <laughs> about it. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Um, oh man, stars is cool. I know I say that a lot, but it, 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 it um, I just know like I'll, I'll be doing something and then I'll just think about stars for a quick second and then I'll just get into deep thought. I'm just like, oh <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Uh, if you could go back in time to uh, because I know you're looking up the um, if, to see if that actually happened, if Kel mm-hmm. did that move, but if you could go back in time. And you could rewatch Star Wars for the first time. Which Star Wars movie? And you can only choose one. Which Star Wars movie would you choose? A New Hope. 
Yeah, easily. <laughs> I think mine would probably either be A New Hope or be re. Are you, are you saying that we haven't seen any other Star Wars film? Yes, or... yes, yeah. So there's no other Star Wars film than A New Hope because then you don't really know anything else about anything. Well, well, I don't think we talked about of all the other. Yeah, because I don't think we talked about your 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 Star Wars origin story, like of I mean, like a fully, but like how what was your introduction in in, into Star Wars? Like, what was the first Star Wars movie you watched? The first Star Wars movie I ever watched. Yeah. Uh, no, I, it was A New Hope. I, I did oh, it, it in was, the, okay. the, the way that everyone does it. So some people I've heard, like, they, they're like, yeah, like the first movie I watched was Attack of the Clones. And I'm like, what? Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I'm what like, what? Terrible starting point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got into Star Wars when I was three. And A New Hope was the one that I got into. And, and after watching it, I um um after my aunt showed it to me, she's like, "Do you want to watch the next one?" And I was like, "There's more." What? <laughs> so yeah, were you like wandering into a room and then? Well, she was she was babysitting me, and uh, and I and she's she's a big Star Wars fan too, and she was just like, you know, I mean, and in in my head, to me, she was probably just like, you know what. It's time, and I just remember uh, her being like, "Have have you ever watched a, Have you ever watched Star Wars before?" And I think I was coming out of my Thomas the Tank Engine phase because I loved Thomas the Tank Engine growing up. So I, I I was like, "No, but does it have trains?" And she's like, "No, but it's really cool." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I she put it in the in the VHS and. Um, I just remember just the opening title and, and just the opening crawl and everything. And I was just hooked right there. That's cool. Yeah. It was a great memory. And I remember my birthday party for when episode three came out too. Because um, <laughs> of, uh, do you, I don't know if you would have, because at the time, were you in New Zealand when Star Wars Episode Three came out? No, I was still in the States. Okay, so it. well then you might know. Uh, do you remember the Cheetos that they had during Episode Three as a no? I, I, I didn't. I don't remember like much besides like oh, okay. No, I don't. Wouldn't remember. So that. so they had a promotion for Cheetos of where <laughs> if you had um and and you want to be able to know like. If you ate one Cheeto, you're like tongue turned blue. And if you had the other one, like it turned red. And I remember for my birthday party, we we did that. Like, mm -hmm. like we all ate the Cheetos. And then that determined the teams of of like some people, like of who was on the dark side and who was on the light side. And somehow we ended up having even teams. And, and we had like those cheap, um, cheap plastic lightsabers that could like, um that uh that were like the very early you know type lightsabers for kids and i just remember we we just had this giant lightsaber fight in my parents backyard and that was so, that was so much fun it was such a great memory and uh and that and that was also great because of the movie came out on my birthday 
uh, as well. So, which that movie turns 20 years old in 2025, which I really, really want to be at that panel. I really want to be at that panel for um dang that, that is yeah wow yeah. <laughs> I'm old yeah oh man did you find that clip uh no I, I did it's 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 not that way he doesn't oh, do okay it. interesting yeah so I'm I'm kind of circling back to what we were originally talking about uh which is would they ever kind of establish that uh like in, if they would ever talk about that yeah interesting. Interesting. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, if you go to our Patreon, we have a uh, we have a bunch of content out there that we're dropping. And then also every week we have the droid of the week. Mm-hmm. Can't wait until you guys see the one for tomorrow. It's very interesting. It's not a very uh, known droid, and the facts for it are very, very cool. Uh, we're on Instagram at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. If you go on our Patreon, we are Star Wars Stuff Podcast uh, uh, 2187, and we we love all the content that we put on there, and we're very passionate about it. And the people that support us, thank you so much for being part of Patreon we we love putting stuff out there every week for you we we love your support we love hearing from you your emails your messages mm-hmm. we love it we're also on twitter at stuff pod tiktok search star wars the podcast please go email us at star wars stuff podcast at gmail.com uh and then we're also on facebook star wars stuff group and star wars stuff podcast page please go give us a review uh, on a podcast on Spotify, even though it's all about David, totally fine. Go for it. Go nuts. And then we're, we also got a website, StarWarsStuffPodcast.com. We have a news article section now. Go and check that out. The next article coming out is actually very, very cool. So stay tuned for that. Twitch, Star Stuff Gaming. Uh, again, we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. So from myself and from... Uh, And from Josh, may the force be with you.